Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, I'm very excited to tell you who just joined TikTok. Get ready for it. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Dionne Warwick, the singer, (laughs) has joined TikTok. Dominated Twitter, and now she's moving yes, on. She's so funny. Wow. Dion War- no, it's Dion the singer. Uh, right now, she's got zero likes and 3,800 and change followers. So, uh, and no content. No content yet. But, you okay. know, she just, and she wrote underneath, I am not writing a bio. <laughs> <laughs> In her bio? <laughs> yes. That's funny. Was she 84? Something like that. Dionne Warwick, yeah. And she had her famous um, back and forth with Chance the Rapper. Yep. And then she was changing her name to Dionne the Singer. And then there was somebody else. Who was it? Yeah. It was somebody the something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Darn it. She said, I'm coming for you next. (laughs) That's right. Common the Rapper, wasn't it? Common? No, it's Chance. Chance 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 the Rapper. rapper. But who was the other? I don't remember. We'll get to the bottom of that. I, I'm very interested to see what her first TikTok video will be. I don't know. Dionne Warwick is, care to guess? 80. 80? 80. Okay. That's still young. When I say care to guess, I just tell you the answer. I'm sorry. That's true. All right. Um, Efforting, efforting. Pearl Jam sent a cease and desist <laughs> order. To- <laughs> Is Eddie Vedder here? Anyway, um, they sent a cease and desist order to a British cover band, but here's why. Because, you know, at first you hear that and you go, oh, calm down, Pearl Jam. There's cover bands for everybody. But they call themselves Pearl Jam with an extra M. So the band is claiming that fake Pearl Jam's name and merchandise and domain name are damaging the Pearl Jam brand, causing confusion. (sighs) So these guys sent an angry letter back to Pearl Jam. Oh, Pearl Jam with two M's said, this isn't the Pearl Jam we know and love. The Pearl Jam (laughs) that stands up for social issues and against corporate giants. No one has ever confused us or our merchandise with you or your merchandise. And so to say that is likely, um, that it is likely, excuse me, is nonsense. And then they also brought up the fact that when their drummer, Matt Cameron, was in junior high, he was in a Kiss tribute band. And he got a cease and desist from the real Kiss then. Well, this is a history then. I would like to... uh... I don't know. I was going to say Michael Jackson, but maybe not Michael Jackson. Michelle Jackson. No, that doesn't No, who, who could we capitalize on? Uh, let's see. Um, who? How about Creed? 
And we'll call ourselves cred. Wait a second, that kind of sounds like my Pearl Jam. Oh my gosh. All right, so I came across a list of... The By the mo- way, back to the Chance the Rapper, Dionne Warwick dust-up, it was The weekend. Oh, The weekend. Yeah, and another he spelled the, wrong. Yes. And it was, yes. Oh, like, oh, wait, not The... <laughs> yeah, The weekend. No, it is The weekend. but I was thinking it was The, that was the, co- that was the continuity oh. between Chance the Rapper yeah, you're done. and then The weekend. I am dumb. It, yeah, he <laughs> dropped an E in how he spells right. The weekend. <laughs> C-Con! The uh, most requested songs of all time. There is a list. Hotel California. Ain't nobody want to hear that at no wedding. Oh, it's a wedding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you got karaoke? Uh, I was just thinking in general. A lot of people, you know, jukeboxes, you know. All right. I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you the top ten, okay? All right. And then we'll, uh, we'll give you little samples of the top three. C- celebrate. God, if I hear that song ever again. <laughs> LMFAO, Party Rock Anthem is number 10. That's a good one. That's fun. Higher Love with uh, Kygo and Whitney Houston. Oh, that's a great remake. remix. Yes. Happy by Pharrell Williams. Despise that Whoa. song. I want to dance with somebody <laughs> by Whitney. Come on. I want to be the heat. Cha-cha Slide, DJ Casper. Oh, that's I like, listen... I'll, I'll, frankly, uncoordinated white people really like the songs when they just tell us what to do. Exactly. So that's why Left the cha-cha. Right, yep. Yep. right foot. Okay, <laughs> two that's stops. Why, that's why we like that's, the hokey pokey. Hello. Uh, that's what Give it's all about. Give us directions. We're Ed, not good. I, I don't know how this got in the top five. Edwin McCain's I'll Be. I'll Be Your Crying Shoulder. <laughs> that's probably a first dance song. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Number four, Crazy in Love with Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. All right, now you guess the top three. Number three. Now, these are fun. These are fun songs. YMCA. Oh, good guess. No. It was a big song a couple of years ago, Song of the Summer. Oh, Kiki. No. Okay. Was it in Trolls, the movie? That could be. Oh. I got this feeling. I love this song. Great song. Very happy. When I used, we need more of this from him. This used to make my day when I was in sales. I'd turn this on on a Friday and just be like, okay. Really? What yeah. were you selling? Yeah. I used to sell uh, real estate software. Really? Yeah. That's not that long oh, ago. No, not too long ago. That was wow. uh, 2016, I think. Exactly. when I was. That was the last job I had before I got in radio. Wow, man. Yeah. All right, uh, that's number three. Coming I like that. Number that's two. Uh, here's somebody who got sued for this song. Sued. Okay. Oh, no. Is this that Robin Thicke song? You got it. Blurred lines? Well, it's oh. Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. Oh. No, different. Yeah. Oh, the other right. one. So it's not Robin Thicke. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so it's don't Mark say, Bucks. yeah, what I say is it Robin Thicke. Okay, can I just say, um, more Bruno Mars, please? Yes. Where, you, where you been, bruh? I know. Seriously, Get back here. Uh, sis, you and me haven't been really to a, a full concert together since Bruno. I know. We've been to two. What was the been other one? To, uh, Blake Shelton. Yeah, but I leave early from those ones. Oh, that's right. The that's Bruno right. one, I stayed till we the actually, end. We actually, someone bought us tickets. Yeah, it was Marley's mother. I know. Marley McMillan. Shout we out. We love her. Thank you, Marley. Thank that you. was fantastic. And number one, I this wasn't even on my radar for a wedding song. All right, wait a second. Let's guess. Hang on. Can you get a hint? Can we get a hint? We sang this song at a project down in Dirty that you were not a part of. <laughs> it was our opening song. 
Um, For so, um, rock band. All right, so this is like a hair, big hair it's 80s actually not. sort of a song? No. Nope. Um, it's a... Don't Stop Believing? Oh, mm. no. Nope. Is it? Oh, nope, okay. Is it by a... Journey? It's not. No. It's newer. Newer it's band. N- newer. Nicole. Uh, Three doors down. Something you eat. Food. Cheese. Especially in the South. Cake. Uh, not white, but... Black. Keep going. Something you eat. Blackberries? What color are your... <laughs> what? You thing look through above these? your nose? <laughs> yeah, my, the thing above my nose. Brown eye. Brown eye, girl. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm getting there. Hang on. You're just joining us. We're trying to uh, get Steve to guess the number one wedding song requested of all time. And it's Black Eyed Peas. Yeah! Okay, wait a minute. Woo! And it's uh, Let's Get It Daddy. <clears throat> I got a feeling. When was the right last time we all got together to celebrate like that, you know? Yeah. Never. God. Y'all mazel tov. Y'all mazel Right? The high. you went on the chair. We're all like lifting oh, yeah. up the bride. Dancing. I did that once with um that's with fun. my brother-in-law. That was fun. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. It was a it was a Jewish Hindu wedding. Oh, fun. Wow. So they and and they marketed it as like a Hindu wedding. Cute. That's cool. It's like a Catholic and a Jewish person. Your cashews. (laughs) I've never heard that before. It's a good one, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve. I don't know. Sorry. I thought you were singing Spoon Man. Spoon Man. You guys, if you crave (laughs) chocolate a lot, I got news for you. You might be deficient in a particular mineral. Oh. I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you about foods that put you in a bad mood. And foods that put you in a good mood when we come right back on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, uh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. Uh, ew. Uh, boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill boys. Comfort where it counts. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Hey, if you crave chocolate a lot, Mm -hmm. like nonstop, if you're like chocolate, 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 I want chocolate. Uh, you could have a magnesium deficiency. Oh, no. I know, right? Does magnesium help you sleep or stay calm, I think? I don't know. Don't be asking me no follow-up questions. Me look it up now. Um, some experts think that your body might crave chocolate when you're just not getting enough of it from other foods. So we're talking up to 80% of Americans don't get enough magnesium in their diet. It, it ups your risk for blood, uh, high blood pressure. Um, diabetes, heart disease, osteoporosis, and it also weakens your immune system, which is not ideal right now. Is there magnesium 
in chocolate? Yes, it has a lot of it. So can we just keep eating the No, because that's not the best way to get it, because there's a lot of calories in it. So what you want to do is eat things like fish and nuts and seeds Uh, and beans and avocado, brown rice, dark leafy greens like spinach. Or kale. I have a great tip about spinach, by the way. Okay. If you use it in your smoothies, Mm -hmm. buy it. You you get a big thing of it, and it goes bad before you can get through it all. If you Mm -hmm. forget a couple days, put it in the freezer. In a Ziploc bag, put it in the freezer. Good tip. And then uh, every time you put it in a smoothie, yep. it's icy cold and crunchy and I love it. good to go. That's great. Because I, I buy mine at Costco, just a giant tub of it. I do the same, Steve. Oh. I, I freeze my spinach. Dude, we're smoothie buddies. Yeah. I just had a smoothie yesterday with spinach. I didn't think to put it in the freezer. Uh, you know what nah. I do do? I put my bananas in the freezer because ain't nobody want to eat those. Okay, we stop that your anti-banana speech. <laughs> I almost, brought such... her, I almost brought her a banana yesterday on Monday oh. when you were like, the breakfast was closed. I was like, oh, but then the banana I had was not very good, so oh. I didn't give it to you. I would have accepted it as long as I had peanut butter. She says everyone who eats bananas is choking them down. That but just... They don't really like them. Nobody's it... like, mm, you know what I could go for right now? <laughs> Let me think. Banana? A banana. No, people think that. People like the flavor no. of banana. It's a texture thing. I'm kind of with her. It's something oh, that I bite Grant, into. The more Grant, I learn about you're you. my brother from another mother. It's a texture thing, Steve. Oh. I'm not trying to side, pick a side here. It's a texture thing. It's nothing that I yeah, crave. Like a crisp all... apple, yes. But a banana? What about what about what about a banana in some Greek yogurt? Nope. No. I don't like Greek yogurt I, either. And I don't want my banana in like stuff that's going to make it mushier, like milk. No, I put bananas in cereal. Yuck. <laughs> yes, yuck. I'm with you. No. Right. Texture. It's you all about keep, texture. Yes, and more bananas for you. The last thing we needed at this radio station, if you ask my humble opinion. What's mm. your opinion, Steve? The last thing we needed was someone who is like-minded with Donna, <laughs> who we have already determined it would be a high crime for her brain to not be donated to science for extensive study and research, posthumously, of course. Thanks. Although I could be convinced. Well, now we've got two subjects, so we're good. Well, Steve, right. I think I'm not... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As weird as you think I am. Nope, that's but, not true. All right. All right. Here, <laughs> With this food in particular, you're <laughs> wacky. This one's for you, buddy. All right. All right. Taco Bell is bringing back cheesy Fiesta potatoes. Come they on. got rid of them for a while because they limited their menu because of COVID. Yada yada. Oh, there yeah. you go. That okay. was when they got rid of my grilled stuffed burrito, and then I or, or no, I'm sorry, the quesarito. And then I found out that you can still get the quesarito, but you have to order it online or through the app. If you try to order it at the counter, no. At wow. the drive-through, no. It's a weird loophole. But if you're missing the quesarito because it's not advertised on the menu in the drive-through. You can get it from the app. Now, I don't even know what these Fiesta potatoes are. Oh, but D-word, do they sound good? They do. I mean, you put cheesy in front of Fiesta, in front of potatoes. How do you go wrong? Thank you. Oh, wait a second. What? They kind of look like they have a tater tot 
vibe to them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't like tater tots. No, no. More like home fries, maybe. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. Oh, and it's in the taco. Oh. I see these potatoes inside of the taco. There's also some sort of a thing melted over these cheesy fiesta potatoes, which is giving me shades Sour of poutine. Cream. Poutine. What is poutine? Remember? I don't think you could say that on the radio. No, you can't. Yeah, you, yeah. Can. you can't. <laughs> uh, you can't say it in Canada. No, it's a Canadian delicacy. This, uh, I had morning poutine, remember? Morning. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> a boy can dream. I had morning poutine. Um, every day out at the Minnesota State Fair. This oh, was yeah. tater tot poutine by the tot boss. It was a tater tots, and it was gravy and uh, and cheese curds. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez oh, oh, curds. Oh, gosh. Mm. I'm so you know what? Good. I'm going to save my foods that are likely to put you in a good mood or a bad mood for a study coming we'll up at 11.15. Okay? Okay. I'm trying to also incorporate a lot of ginger have you been hearing good, you know, people say it's good for you, your immunity and things like that. Yep. Ginger yep. chews. Those, yep. I do those. I do those too. And yeah. I do, uh, do you say turmeric or turmeric? It's funny. I, I think most people say turmeric, but technically I believe it's turmeric because okay. there is an R there. And I do must gummies. Be seen. I do those in gummies. They're a well, little spicy. I do the ginger right into my smoothie. Oh, so oh I, get like I a, think I'll do that. I'm going to try that too. I have candied ginger. Me too. I'm going to throw one in Candied there. ginger. Yeah, it's like it's like something that maybe you might want to put in a a cocktail. Uh, it's a nice surprise Candied at the bottom. Candied ginger. I think yeah. you should just get normal. No, no, no. Just get normal ginger. Yeah, root. it's really good. Oh, have you tried those dried mangoes from Costco? Oh yeah, those are really good. Oh my word! Oh god! Let's play a game. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up next. Donna's been winning. I could use a lifeline. If you bet on the right person, that person wins. You get a prize. Give us a call. 651-641-1071. Game time is next. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Got a couple of emails here, Steve, before we get to our big game. Right. Uh, Becky says she's surprised that you haven't Scott stapped Pearl Jam before. Same sound. And <laughs> Melissa said... Point. I'm loving these mouth sounds today, but you haven't gifted us with Adam Levine's. Here's the one that we got there. Picture the one that we got there. There you go. Just for you, Melissa. Mm. See All that, right. Donna? We're a show of the people, and the people clamor for mouth sounds, which was evident there, right, by what she said. All two of them. <laughs> they represent it's a big sample the masses. Of our audience. They're like our Congress people. <laughs> time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, how are we doing today? Ah, uh, you know. Yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. whatever. It's the 12th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and Steve pulled out a big victory yesterday to gain some ground, making it 6-5 to five with Donna in the lead. And uh, apparently Steve's knows more about 50-year-old famous people than Donna does. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so today we have on the phone with us Faith. Faith, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? And Faith is from Faribault and it's her day off, guys. So she's kind of relaxed and hanging out with us today. We could use a little Faith today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rock on a head, Faith! Limp Biscuit covering George Michael. 
There you go. I've not heard that one. Oh, <laughs> nor sorry. do we ever want to again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was their big song that put them on the map, Limp Biscuit. Okay, sounded identical. Yeah. <sighs> All right, you've just. You just simmer down over there. This is like the sounds that Wolverines make. Okay. All right. All right. You can shut his mic anytime. Yes, we'll just pot that down. All right, All right. Guys. All right. So, Faith, you are playing today for a My Talk t shirt. And today, Yay! the topic is TVMDs. Think of TV doctors. Okay. Okay. TVMDs. So, think of the shows and the doctors around, not, not real life doctors or reality doctors, fictional doctors. Okay. Right. Okay. People right. who play doc these are doctor characters. TVMDs. It could be the people that play them. It could be the doctor themselves. Oh, God. I'm All scared. Right. Don't pick me. I'm bad at so this. So who would you like to play with? Donna or Steve? Uh, Again, Donna is up six to five currently. I guess I'm going to go with Steve since <laughs> Donna said not to pick her. <laughs> That's right. I, just, I can't take the pressure. I just can't. It's me and you, Lydia. Let's do this. It's not. <laughs> Faith? Faith? It Faith. could be Lydia. Yeah, Whatever. Faith. That's right. That's the song. How could I forget? Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, Donna, we'll see you later. Bye. And Steve, you know the rule here. As you, as soon as I ask the question, I'll start the timer. Yeah, and ma'am. Faith, if you could just hold off until the end, and you can help Steve out as he needs it at the end, okay? Okay. All okay. right. This All right. fictional neurosurgeon on the show Grey's Anatomy is played by Patrick Dempsey and is named McDreamy. What is his character's full name? Oh, jeez. Uh, pass. From 1994 to 1999, this actor played the role of Dr. Doug Ross as part of the original cast of NBC's hit series, ER, Who Is It? I'm going to go George Clooney. In the sitcom Scrubs, this fictional MD, played by John C. McGinley, is the superior and unwilling mentor of the series protagonist, J.D. Name that doctor. Repeat that one again. In the sitcom Scrubs, this fictional MD played... Zach Braff. I'm going to go with. You're going to go with Zach Braff? I'm going to need some help on the other one. Um, McDreamy's full name. On Faith, the show. That's what we need. What was his character's full name? Oh, God. My daughter's going to kill me. Is she watches Patrick? the show all the time. I have no idea. I've never watched it. Okay. And then the last one, any help with him? It was one more time. It was this this doctor played by John C. McGinley is the superior oh. and unwilling mentor <laughs> of the series protagonist of oh, yeah. J.D., Name that doctor. It's Dr. Cox. That's Dr. Cox. Thank you okay, so Faith, much. I'm going to go get Donna, guys. You talk amongst yourselves. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. She is I know not everybody has got a body got like a body me. Like there you go. <laughs> Baby. Rock that I'm a little bit older than I'm a little bit older than you, Steve. This came out my junior year of high school and has been my favorite song ever since. You really need to hear the Limp Biscuit version. I, I will look it up. <laughs> Hi. Donna oh, is Donna, back. Honest to God, thought you took a little time off. Welcome she, back, Donna. She Happy was stretching out there. Oh, my gosh. And then I got stuck on the pole. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, God, I know when I, I was so stiff. I was wondering come on in and you still didn't come in. <laughs> stuck on the pole? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Oh, God. How do I follow that up? Okay. All right, All right guys. Stay back. And then uh, we'll let Donna answer these questions. And we'll come okay. back at the end here. Donna, we're going to have the music for you today. We're okay. Keep it quiet. Okay. All right. This fictional neurosurgeon on the show, Grey's Anatomy is played by Patrick Dempsey and is nicknamed McDreamy. What is the character's full name? Pass. From 1994 to 1999, this actor played the role of Dr. Doug Ross as part of the original cast on the NBC hit series ER. George Clooney. 
In the sitcom Scrubs, this fictional MD played by John C. McGinley is the superior and unwilling mentor of the series protagonist J.D. Name that doctor. Oh my gosh, the doctor's name or the ca- or the or, or the the doctor. doctor's name on the show. Shoot, he's very funny. I don't recall. Okay, good choice, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the last one was Dr. Cox, and he is really funny. He is very funny on that show. And Dr. Derek Shepard was McDreamy's name in Grey's Anatomy. So, actually, Steve won because uh, Faith saved him with getting Dr. Cox correctly at the end there. Nice job, Faith. Did you guys get Clooney? You didn't get Clooney? They did get Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, so they got got Clooney. Clooney. And, uh, yeah, the only one that was kind of tough was there, which I thought would be... I really thought you guys would have a hard time with Dr. Cox and get Dr. Shepard, but... It's been a long time since I watched that. So. Well, right, do you Steve. guys want to do... Steve, I got one more question. But I need some time off. Good. Okay. Do we want to do the audio clue, or do we want to go with the question? I've got both. Oh. Oh, how I want curious. both. Well, okay. <laughs> well, you might... You'll, well, let's see if you get it from the audio clue. Okay, we'll do the audio one. All right, let's funny. see if you get it from the audio clue here, guys. Do the answer. Oh, Steve got it. You Steve got it. Yes, Neil Played Patrick by Harris, NPH. Yes, and from if you, New Mexico. And if you, if if uh, wow. Brian Sefton is listening, my friend from high school, identical. His nickname through high school, through all of our life, is Doogie Hauser. I'm not Turn kidding you guys. Up. Just wait till you see a picture of this please, guy. Please, Steve. Wow, this really. I'm sorry. You please. keep forgetting to say. Please. Sorry, you're right. Isn't this it nostalgic? Really opens Steve? up this song. Poor Faith. She just wants to go on with her day. I'm good. It's time to pick my heart up. Well, Faith, congratulations. We got you a t-shirt. Steve's going to go on the Faith song here. We will talk to you on the other side. Right? Thank you, Faith. Thank you. Have a good day. Can I get a Can I get a score, please? Oh, and now the score is six to six going into the 13th Ah. edition tomorrow. We are tied, so we're going to have to think of something special for tomorrow. Oh, Oh, make it about ham. Time for a tip. Okay. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. I came across a really good list of fashion trends that are making you look older. Oh, I thought you were going to say fatter. No, older. Tight you shirts might think. Is bad for me. Go ahead. You might. Now, th- this is for women. Okay, but uh, I'm going to. I'm. I already posted the list at mytalk1071.com, but I'm going to give you some of the highlights. Okay. Okay. Big hairdos are a do not. What? A lot of times, um, clients of hairstylists, like a mature client, thinks she has to have height. But what happens is, (laughs) heased up hair can make anybody look older. Volume is different and can look modern and elegant. But if you overly tease your hair and use hairspray, which is my basically my only. Hair product. product, yeah, right, 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 I can, can have the unintended side effect of aging a person. Well, listen, um, that means you got to comb it down a little more. What is that now? This is for women, it's pretty flat right now. Well, it's because you put static guard in it, it's greasy <laughs> because you put static guard in your hair. Okay, let's not do that either. Um, what does that mean for my pompadour? Would I look younger if I? Greased it down? No, I think for you, it's fine. I think this is very specific to women. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Long, long hair. You long, can't long do hair. it anymore. Wait, no, no, no. That makes you look younger because when you're older, you can't grow your hair as long. Mm. There are no... Isn't that peculiar? They're saying, what they're saying is, <sighs> past your shoulders long is okay, but cat lady long, like... <laughs> To your ribs, past your ribs. Yeah. That's, now you're, it's not doing anything What is it, Lady you. Godiva? Is it Lady Godiva whose hair hung over her breasts? Am I thinking of that right? Or is the Godiva lady on the chocolate? Horse? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look up Lady Godiva. Anyway, don't grow it that long because then you're all farm, no crop, okay? <laughs> Matching, this is an important one that people may not realize. Don't be so matchy-matchy with your lipstick to your outfit. Okay, so if you're wearing a purple top, that doesn't mean wear purple lipstick. Right? I was right about Lady Godiva. Yeah, don't go matchy-matchy. You know who did that for a while? Regis did it. He made it big, the monochromatic look, uh, when Millionaire just came on. I'm talking about lipstick. I know, but you were saying, like, don't match purple lipstick with your purple shirt. And how did Regis do Regis this? Regis wore a green tie with a green shirt. He did this oh, monochromatic look. It was very big. I see. For women, it's it's just it's not a good idea. It, it's okay if you have a boring outfit, like a like a neutral outfit with a pop of red, that's cool. But if you're wearing a bubblegum pink sweater, don't put the bubblegum pink lipstick on because it's generally considered to be a mom style, mm. and that trend is no longer. <laughs> it's a, big been a, thing. a there was a girl in our neighborhood who <laughs> said, oh, I want to wear my, my pants up real high. Then I'll be like Lou, my wife. Who, they're meaning she wears mom jeans. or The high-waisted jeans. She has high-waisted things. Um, and so she realized in that moment, talking about feeling older, dressing older, she realized. Your wife dresses like very, an old hag. She does. She is not. My words, not hers. Okay, I'm not sure if I like this one, but they're saying that jeggings are a no-no because women are picking up a pair of jeggings, thinking, "Hey, I get comfort and I get jeans." Yes. Okay, but this style of pants is really what it's doing is it's showing every lump and bump under the jeggings. Because it's a thinner material, and it's going to show those lumps and bumps that come along with age. So here's how I wear jeggings and leggings. you got to have a long shirt. It's mm. got to cover your butt. It's got to come long. Hmm. Thank you. Donna. I put the list up. Don't match your jewelry either. It sounds like matching in general. Just sort of avoid that. Yeah, like if you're going to wear um, a trendy, um, what do you call that kind of jewelry? Um, costume uh, costume jewelry. jewelry, yes. So if you're going to wear costume jewel- jewelry, like a big blue necklace, don't wear the big blue earrings that go with it at the same time. Okay? Donna, honest to goodness, we asked you to bring a bucket and yours was overflowing today. I know, I have and, so and many more, you. but I'll, um, like I said, check out the list at mytalk1071.com under our show links page. Okay? All right. All right. Um, when we come back, oh, Ben Affleck, it's breakup time. Oh, no. But I think it's a typical situation. I want to see what you think about it. He and his girlfriend broke up. I will tell you what the word on the street is when we come right back on My Talk. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, another day, another Hollywood breakup. Mm-hmm. 
Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas broke up because they're at different points in their lives. Oh. Do you know who she is? <laughs> no. But that makes it cool because now I get to learn about a new human today. Well, she was in the movie Knives Out. Uh, love Knives Out. Did you see it? No. But I had just had somebody say, you have to see this if you like if you like playing the game Mafia. And then that new game Hustler that's out on uh, ABC with Craig Ferguson. They said this is right up there. A whodunit. Yes. It's kind of like Clue. Yeah. Um, and Chris she, Evans is in it. Good cast, really good. Cast. That's the first time I've ever seen Chris Evans in anything ever. I thought he was. I thought he was Stephen Baldwin. I'm like, wow, Stephen Baldwin's got some work. That's neat. <laughs> and some work done. <laughs> I think they look very much alike. Stephen, maybe I got the wrong one. Billy, Billy Baldwin. Maybe Billy. Billy. Maybe Baldwin. Billy. Um, but anyway, she is one of the main stars of the movie. And so she and Ben Affleck had been dating for a year. He's 48. She's 32. And this makes total sense to me. When you're 32. Yes. And you haven't been married before. And you see your future. You probably think, I want to travel. I want to get married. I want to start a family. Yeah. But sometimes when you're 48, you're like, been there, done that. Trying to chill. Let's get Postmates. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, she's hot. I got this hot girlfriend. I can retire. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, life's just getting started. So I think it's pretty common that when you, you know, when you have an age difference like that. Sure. And it's not even about the difference in age as it is in the difference in where you are in life. Because if you had a 50 and a 70-year-old, it might be different. Yeah, that's it. When they say age is just a number... That can be true. Life cycle has to do more with it, right? You know, the stage yes. of life that you're in. So that makes that makes sense. Yeah, and I think it's really smart to examine that as a couple before you get in so deep where you start to feel resentment and like you're right. trapped. And because yeah. that's a really, really bad feeling. Yeah. Feeling like, God, there's so many things I want in life and I'll never have them because I love this guy. Hmm. Hmm. To love is to sacrifice. Yes, Steve. To open your heart is to risk it being broken. (laughs) I just thought that pun. And it was typical situation you mentioned. If you love something, let it go. No, I was playing typical situation. I don't know that song. Dave Matthews. Come on. You're, you're not up on your Dave Matthews. No, I was never a real fan. In fact, I went to a concert once and I was like, wow, this place is sold out. Who's yeah. this guy? That's because it's free weed. Right? I mean, everybody's <laughs> yeah, like smoking up breathe. there. Yeah, it's, you don't have to bring it. They'll just It's just there. It's in the ether. Right. And, right. and you know... And Dave would always come out, a very good evening to you all. We're doing these weird voices. Really? This song, creatively, just about as creative as the Dave Matthews Band, is called Number 42. Listen to his album, Live from Luther College. Great album. Fantastic. And the song, uh, Number 42, is a great song. Great song. I'm not going to play it for you here. What do you think I am? Some husker in the subway? What's uh, Luther College? I don't know. It's down in Decorah, Iowa, actually. Yeah, I actually, my first radio job that I got offered was at KDEC down in Decorah. Wow. How long ago was that? 
Uh, that was oh, 2015, and then I ended up working for a podcast network in town instead here. But um, yeah, cool. decor at Luther College. It's it's about two hour, two and a half hours south of here. Beautiful town. Bluffs are gorgeous. It's a sweet little town. Is it um, a private school? I believe so. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe so. Okay, I like the name. Live from Luther College. And that album, yeah. Steve, is fantastic. Number 42, spot on. Yeah. Spot it's, on. And that is how he intros it, right? Yeah. I just listened to this a couple weeks ago when I was painting. I threw on it, and I was there with my AirPods in. It was probably midnight in the garage singing loud harmonies or attempting loud harmonies as anyone who would have been a neighbor walked by and thought what is going on dave matthews donna you're a music aficionado he teams up with tim reynolds on many albums Mm -hmm. but on this one it's just those two two guitars no drums this is not the dave matthews band with the drums carter buford i believe and they've got someone on horns and all that this isn't it two guitars tim reynolds is a master at acoustic lead guitar which for my money thank you for asking is my preferred way of hearing lead guitar you hear it on a an electric guitar and it's like all kind of sounds the same when it's on an acoustic you hear each note it just it's just so much better oh donna i'll look into it live from luther college number 42 got it it's on the list guys i have a feel-good story Great. Um, is it Kyrie Irving? Do you know who that is? Kyrie Irving. It's Kyrie. Okay. Yes, Kyrie Irving. I was thinking like Kyrie. Kyrie that I must drive up. So he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, which I didn't even think was a thing. Yes. What happened? Oh. In, isn't on, it the Jersey Nets? Yeah, I thought it was the New Jersey Nets. It changed. Yeah. Jay Z got involved. Yeah. Stole our team. Bought the team. Put them out over mm. Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, he just bought a house for the family of George Floyd. Wow. This is according to uh, Stephen Jackson, former NBA player, who was a close friend of George Floyd. Yes. And there was just a podcast where he was talking about um, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, along with other celebrities, reached out to help George Floyd's family. Hmm. Um, Kyrie bought them a house. That's really cool. Lil Wayne's manager bought them a Mercedes Benz. Whoa. Barbara Streisand gave them stock in Disney. Whoa. Cool. That's cool. So apparently Irving uh, gave the family money for the house about six months ago. And he's just like a really active... uh, He's active on the court and off the court when it comes to, the, you know, social mm-hmm. justice matters. For sure, yes. He committed $1.5 million, for example, to supplement the income of WNBA players. Did you know about this? That's great. Who chose not to play in the 2020 yeah. season in their bubble. Oh. So it just sounds like a cool dude. Yeah, he also burns sage um, and walks it around the court before he plays, and he is asking if he can do it at visitor arenas as well. Oh, that's cool. He, he's also missed a few games as of late. He's yeah. been going through a lot of struggles, but at this, which is great that he's still like he's going. He's having a lot of hard time with everything that's going on, so he's battling this on his own, and then also finding time to take care of other people at the same time. Yeah, it just shows that he's good dude. a truly a good dude, and I hope he finds his way back onto the court too. So, mm-hmm. just to be fair and balanced in the story, he also had to sit out due to COVID because he was attending unmasked parties. That's true. So. Just the full and then, story. But then he also decided great to keep away done. for a while, too, right? After that, didn't he step yep. away? After yeah, that? He, for his own personal reasons, yep, after 
eventful things happening in the news. But look, what he's done for George Floyd's family trumps all of the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, any questionable stuff, COVID-related things, it's really awesome what he's done. Yeah, for sure. Okay, when we come back, um, I Am Grant is going to have a dirt alert, that's for sure. And then I checked out the entire Tiger Woods documentary on HBO Max. Really? I think uh, somebody should watch it. Oh, and that means you. Oh, I'll tell you why. Come right up.